Hot seat driving at it. Hot seat going up the best in the middle and grabbed the lead at one. Hot seat by a long head to either vintage quarter. And Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it a bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. Welcome to fourth, not first. Richo here. We had a week on hiatus. Uh, big, big slipper tournament on the weekend. And uh, we just all needed to rest up and uh, find our zen in time. Uh, so apologies, big apologies to Brian and Judy because I know you would have been sitting around on Saturday afternoon and had nothing to listen to, but uh, hopefully this week makes up for it. We've got Ash and Russell as always. Ash, you're looking a bit tired, mate. What's going on down the farm? Yeah, a bit tired, mate. Um, the track this morning, so... Uh... I nearly missed the track this morning. I um, had a bit of a pedcack with uh, my alarm. So, um, yeah, thanks, uh, Victoria, for uh, having all the horses on the truck and ready to go. I just jumped in the driver's seat and away we went. <laughs> um, good job. Good job. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just ticking along quietly with the new bunch of horses. Um, there's a few... Yielding sales are on. Um, Melbourne Premier's on this week. So, um, interestingly enough, I think it's the first time in my memory that we haven't had yearlings prepared for the sale. Um, I can't remember a year not doing any. Um, so, it's a bit of a, um, I don't know if it's a sombre moment or, or what it is, but it's, it's certainly different, and I think there's, yeah, things are changing in the in the industry a bit. You know, the, the smaller player um, are finding it a little bit tougher. I think with the big money and uh, these big syndicates and all these sort of things, and even there's these big breeding syndicates and things now, so making it a bit tough. Um, other than that, warmer weather up here today. Oh, quite warm here today. So uh, it's um, pretty warm down here too. Rusty was just yeah. telling me how sweaty his balls were. No, when out. you sit on them, all, when you sit on them all day, that's bound to happen. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah, no, you know, um, it might even be uh, a little bit of precipitation about in the next few days. So yeah, apart from that, um, nothing too exciting on the. Uh, on the home front, um, yeah. Except for the one thing I'm looking at now, um, Urban Dust Developments uh, has got their planning permit through. Ooh. Planning, planning. Well, it seems. I know it's not quick, but no, <laughs> no it wasn't quick. <laughs> it took about six months, but um, yeah. So uh, yeah, first. Step has been completed, so uh, now yeah, on the hunt for uh, for a good builder. So uh, we'll see what uh, what what comes up in the next few weeks. Fantastic, hmm. love it. We'll say hello to Rusty. How are you, mate? I'm getting there slowly. Very slow. Big week of work last week. It was out of control and uh, we celebrated prematurely like usual. 
just fixing all the stuff ups, which is just everyone's favorite part of the job. Anyway. Absolutely. So I'm assuming we didn't have time for Rusty's runs of the week. I'm assuming. Uh, We've got one. Okay. It was enormous and she's back. Clairvoyance. She is back, baby. Um, few issues, colic and whatever, um, some weird knee thing, bleeding all the time. But so I, I didn't know that, didn't think she was coming back. I thought she might just struggle because she hadn't been at her usual best. But she won, the, I think it was called the Pinjara Classic uh, by four something lengths, beating a list, in a listed race, beating. They're not the greatest horses, but they're not bad either. So she's back. And and I want to go back a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks when I called Animo a moral and he got beat. And this is exactly why I don't like doing my tips in advance. When you watch the first four races at uh, Randwick or Rose Hill or wherever it was and you got a massive leader bias. Once he got on a fair track last week, just brained him, and he he was a moron. But anyway, apologies to anyone who backed him based on my calling him a moral. I don't think anyone was because no one listens, and no one listens to my tips anyway. So it yeah. was safe. Yeah, we're all good. Nice. I do. I am curious. Um, going back to. Uh, um, what, what's happening down at the farm? Like we got a video of our uh, horse working this morning, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, Beautiful. Any feedback on the piece of work, or just just going to leave it at the fact that? Oh, it, uh, no, no, it's just a bit of work. Um, yeah, it was okay. Um, for all our owners in Bluey Louie the racehorse, um, look, he, it was just an okay piece of work. Uh, they didn't uh, go out there to break the clock or anything like that. It's his first little bit of quicker work. So, um, no, he was quite okay. Um, yeah. I'm not used to hearing this from Ash. I mean, that's telling. You've, you've used the word okay a lot there. Not good, just okay. So, I'd, I'd, yeah, I'm got between, between the lines, the lines here, yeah. as we always do. As we have impressed. to. <laughs> You're not impressed. Um, it needs to be better, but um, it's very early days still, and uh, yeah, I haven't um, I haven't played all the shots in the bag just yet. Mm. Just be a lazy it's, bloody uh, worker, too. Uh, that's probably closer to the point, Rusty. Well, we're hoping anyway. <laughs> He'll only do just enough. Whatever you ask, you just do enough. So, yeah, I think he just needs to um, be asked to, you know, put in a little bit of extra effort. All right. Awesome. Watch this space. We'll see what happens. Should should have him at a jump out soon, though. Oh, good. Probably in the next three to four weeks. It's better than okay. Yeah, well, start by beating one horse and work on beating the second horse. So we'll get there. That's it. We'll get there. Um, on to our punting segment. 
obviously the three of us, Dolphin and Forty, uh, going for the multi on the weekend. And jeez, uh, did I pick a ripper? Did I pick a ripper? Uh, just going to pat myself on the back there. Yeah, absolutely, uh, Richo. But like, before you, you know, toot your own horn, like Rusty says, no one listens to his tips. Now, you've you've popped your uh, your little little tip in the uh, in the multi there, and uh, I did I did have a double take when I saw it, and uh, it came up. And at why the hell is Richo going out to Kangaroo? No, no, no. I think you thought it was King Island and there was cheese involved. Um, no, no, let's be honest. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. The only reason it piqued your interest is because it was on your easy form as well as Richo's. No, wrong. Wrong, because I didn't use easy form. I didn't use easy form. Um, I thought I would do the form, uh, you know, the old fashioned way. Old school. The old fashioned old way. School. <laughs> but. I actually had a conversation with Rusty and I said, you know what, Richo's, uh, Richo's multi-tips, are, it could be a good thing. So I, I don't think it'd get beat. Uh, and was paying pretty juicy odds too. Um, and I thought Rusty would just have his uh, token 25 to win bet on it, happy yeah. days, you know, just load up and, uh, yeah, well, wasn't to be, was it, Rusty? No. Oh. No, I didn't get many bets on on the weekend. Hmm. That's all right. I I got us a win in the multi, and um, Forty got us a win in the multi at Rose Hill. That was nice. Ashford got us a place in the multi. Just waltzed on by, if you don't mind. It nearly won too, Rich. I thought it was home at one stage. Tell you what, came bloody close. I'll tell you what, it placed though, Rusty. And there's two blokes. Who may have done all right at golf on Sunday, but whew, they don't give a crap about the multi, do they? No. They're just throwing out, yeah, they throwing down give, pies, really. They only yeah. care about themselves. They don't give two fucks about the multi. It's not true. Nah, don't it, care at all. Just it, boycotted and at half past three on a Saturday morning. I stole some random tipsters' tips off Twitter and put them in the bagging rights of multi because I didn't have time to do it. I thought if I don't remember that's to do always, it now. That's worse than me. At least I pick based on colours or something. I don't just yeah. steal someone else's tips and give you them. Jeez. Yeah, I won't so be doing it we again. The multi. You should tweet that person and just say your tips are shit. I should too. <laughs> Over to the bragging rights. Uh, clearly, we should probably change Rusty's name in the bragging rights sheet to whoever the tipster is. <laughs> 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 well, I guess the same result anyway. But uh, so we, we choose two more horses each and go head to head, assume a $5 each way bet. Ashford, nothing. Rusty, well, Rusty's mate on Twitter, nothing. 40, nothing. Dolphin. A cheeky little place on groovy kind of love for $11. But uh, yours truly, the first uh, toot of the trumpet for 2022. Uh, not only have I come in with a lovely little uh, uh, win at Ascot late in the day, or not a win, a place at Ascot late in the day, to win the bragging rights with $26 over Dolphins 11, but the individual multi is alive and well too. So 
clearly used all my luck Saturday. Uh, we'll, we'll find out uh, later in the golfing segment. But uh, there we go. I think that, does that mean everyone's uh, everyone's had a bragging right this year now? No, nah, I haven't. Oh, get on, Jeez. get on, mate. I know, I know. Winning match play is good, but you got to get your you got to get your bragging rights as well. Yeah, I have to put my head down. Anyway, yeah, well, I have to find someone else on Twitter. There's still tips <laughs> off. <aren't you>? Yeah, <laughs> strike that loser off my list. Anyway, all right. So, did you see that? Did you see? I was going to say. Last week when, uh, you know, we couldn't get it together. But uh, so the Tigers finally announced uh, a captain or co-captains. Toby Nankervis and Dylan Grimes, co-captains for this year. The Nank and the Grime. Grime, yeah, I thought. Well, so, I reckon it'll work good. I, I was a bit in the dusty camp, to be fair. I just, I just thought... But maybe he just didn't want it. Maybe he just didn't want the added pressure. He just wants to play football. But uh, It's a funny um, combo, don't you reckon? Isn't Grimey well, like really nice and Nank real nasty? Well, good cop, bad cop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think... And they, I they always do. worry about a club that needs co-captain. It, it seems to be well, a, you know, a common theme with Tigers, like clubs, Tigers, because West Tigers in the NRL... They named five captains. Five? How many many people are on the field? (laughs) That's right. Someone did it. 38% or something of the players on the field will be captains. Are they going to be captains? (laughs) Not right. They're going to be wrestling for the coin toss. Oh, shit. No, I mean, obviously Sydney did it, and they won premierships with co-captains. But other than that, if you look at the teams that have done co-captains, I don't know. It's yep. just, I'm glad Carlton don't have co-captains ah. this year. We tried it. I mean, it's one of those, uh, I don't know. It's, Is it's captaincy like, still what it used to be? It's like anything. You, you've you got to have the right people. If you've got the right people, it works. If you don't have the right people, it won't work. It's the same as you've got the wrong individual captain. It won't work. Oh, yeah. So no, it'll be interesting to see how they go. Good luck, Tigers. That'd be fine. Good luck, Tigers. Especially round one, I'd say they'll just uh, chalk up a W. Probably. Just a, just a cheeky. What else we got? Uh, on the racing front, uh, McAvoy Mitchell Racing is closing down Kildartan Park in South Australia. They'll solely be training from their Ballarat base in Victoria. I thought you were going to say in Ballarat. Um, What's what's going to be the impact of that? Um, It will be interesting whether they – see, they only have capacity for 100 horses at Ballarat, so – well, 96, actually, is the number, I think. Um, It would be interesting whether they – cut their numbers back or they build a – there's quite a lot of room next door to them at the turf club to build a second part to their complex. So whether or not they um, they expand 
there or look at us. I don't think they'll do a second stable in in Victoria. Not sure. Not sure what what the end result will be there. Um, yeah, interesting. But yeah, Tony's been uh, basically working and training and you know, out of that facility for you know, I think I read today forty four years. Yeah, he's been at that, right. that facility um, in one way, shape, or form. So yeah. Anyway, obviously it's a business decision, and uh, yeah, they'll they'll move their team, rest of their team, over to Victoria. Don't know what that does for South Australian racing. But, uh, I don't know. There's plenty of Victorians going over there racing. Mm. I, yeah, there's there's worse problems with that than South Australian racing. Should be should be still be jumps jumping and but anyway. That's cool. Only making it harder for Ashford to win races, but it's not getting any easier, Rusty. That's for no. sure. Not no. getting any easier. But um, no, look, you're only as good as your cattle, and hopefully the the cattle are better than those they face. That's it. I had a, I had one. I saw. I think it was yesterday. The um, did you see? There was a New Zealand soccer player. Oh yeah, female, female soccer player. Yeah. And uh, the only problem with a hat trick was that they were own goals, <laughs> and it was even what's called a perfect hat trick. We're one with a foot. One with a header and one with the other foot. <laughs> so she's done very well. Uh, it's pretty classy. Yeah. I don't know how you beat that. Oh, shit. Oh, um, oh well. Uh, yeah. Having scored no goal, it hurts scoring one <laughs> in a game, let alone three. Oh shit! Uh, staying on the girls, did you see the uh, Hannah Green over in Western Australia? From Western Australia? Well, was it? Uh, no, was is it from? Or is she a Western Australian? She's in she Western do? Australian. She uh, won a mixed golf competition. Beat the boys. Yep. In Victoria or on the border in Baruga. Oh wow, good on her. So she's the first ever female to win a mixed. Yeah. And I'd say that would be the first time Cobram Baruga has ever been a four-day televised event. <laughs> Absolutely. If, but if uh, you get the chance to jump up to up the river and play at Cobram Baruga as well, worth it. I was gonna say I don't think I've ever played there. Yeah, it's really good. It's good. Played all along the river, but not there. Two courses, Cobram Brugger, the old course and the west course. So, yeah, so that was good. So She's got serious game though. A female taking it to him. Serious game. That's awesome. Yeah. 
He's playing off the same tees Rusty was playing off on uh, Sunday. <laughs> I, I knew you would let that go. It was uh, it was an angled thing, and I was behind the men. If he won, if Rusty had won the slipper, which he didn't, but if he had won the slipper, I would have I would have called the rules officially. Yeah, it'd be almost like manipulating your handicap, wouldn't it? Oh, do you want to talk about manipulating handicaps? We talk about not um, submitting scores, Rusty. Uh, I'm just having a quick look at your um, your golf link because I have access to it. Yeah. And, uh, yep, you've um, put Trentham in and you had um, had a good little score there at Trentham and uh, reduced your handicap a little bit, 5.1. Um, but prior to that, you hadn't submitted a card since the 30th of October 2021. That's all right. It works in our favour, actually. I was going to say, like... I understand this, but for the bloke that gave me a barrage of not submitting cards... But it's but it's different. Like you're you're deluding yourself. We're getting, we're getting on this subject again. Well, no, no, you're deluding really. yourself really because really. you're trying to it's... manipulate it to keep your handicap low. Whereas mine no. is just that I'm too damn lazy, and mine would go out. I'd be off like fifteen or sixteen if I put all my ha- my cards in. So let's I... see. From uh, from that, I played with you that day at Melbourne. Now I've submitted one, two, three, four, five, six. You play golf every second rounds. fucking day. What? Am, <laughs> That's my point exactly. Is yeah. that I'm not manipulating my handicap because I submit way more rounds than we play the slipper. All right. That's not. It's I, not. I'm not. One, I'm not sure everyone on everyone listening to the podcast really wants to listen to this. <laughs> but let's have a look at Ashford's scores since he the the, the cards that he submitted because I've got access to yours too. See. Yeah, um, yeah, Golf Australia is just <laughs> slow as fuck. Um, I'm still waiting for it to bloody load. Oh, here we go. Ashford. So let's have a look at the scores that he has submitted since he, we played together. Um, 37 points, 31 points, net 70, 33 points, 72, 73, 37 points, 33 points. In amongst that. Good scores. In amongst that, there was a Naga at Gisborne. How many points do you have? Not enough. Um, It has to be 20, 20. low 20, low 20. 20, oh. Anyway, it was Naga anyway. We'll just just leave it at that. Uh, Where did we play before that? Ballarat. Ballarat. Wasn't he Naga at Ballarat? Probably. No, I think Rusty might have. No, Rusty won there. I think you were No, I would have been Naga at Ballarat. I've I've frozen the tits off. Yeah, did bring a jumper. What a weirdo. Um, Right. But see, that's the thing. You push that 6.2 off, and I know it's only one, and then you've got some shit ones, but if you put all your cards in, you get very close to pushing that 2.6 off, Ashford, and that changes your, your handicap big time. You are just preserving your handicap to make yourself look better. And listen, you want to do it, you do it because it, it doesn't hurt us. Based on what I saw on the weekend, you, you just keep doing it. That's fine by me. Based on what? <laughs> yeah, no, look, you just you've got your argument there, Rusty, but I'm just pointing out that you said about submitting cards and you <laughs> I know. Mine's completely different because I'm just lazy. <laughs> Yeah, and I've submitted my cards, and my um, my handicap hasn't gone anywhere. I've got three more rounds until uh, 
I bump a flag round, so I'm going to start pulling myself up. I was glad to hear the dolphin came in. Yeah, me too. It was only once one one uh, shot, but uh, one, he needs that. He needs that. Well, if he keeps playing like he did, yeah, then uh, should we talk about what? How much time have we got? Plenty. Plenty. Let's talk about it. I, no, before we go on, I actually, sorry, and Ash, how hijacked this. I actually want to bring <laughs> up Mancad. Because. There's no Mancad in golf. I know, we're going with cricket. Did anyone see the game in Victoria Second Grade where um, there was a cu- couple of Mancads <laughs> in the. see the game in Victoria Second Grade. <laughs> That's like saying, did anybody watch oh. Muckleford B Grade on the weekend? Like. I can see it off. right here. Right. <laughs> Two man cads in the one inning, and the second one won the game for the team. Now, I want to know from you guys what your take is on man cad. you got to be a shit bloke, I reckon. It's not sports. It's not cricket. No, it's a, the, the bloke that does that, and was it the same bloke both times? I don't know. doesn't actually say. Um, the bloke that does that is the bloke who knows that that's the only way he's getting a wicket. It, it is the same bloke. I, I actually I actually have no issue with it so long as you're given a warning. If you're, if you're getting out of your crease and you're trying to take cheap, easy singles and steal runs off me, and I say, don't do that again, mate, or you're out. And you do it again. See you later. Because to me, what's the difference? You're 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 cribbing distance, getting cheap runs. No, not well, my. To watch. be fair, Rusty, you would have never been able to mancad anyone. That's pretty obvious. There's no way you. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been laying on the ground or full steam. So there's no there's no way you were stopping to mancad someone or even watching that the batter at the non-striker's end for that matter. Yeah, this is true. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, it was inter- it was interesting because another thing came up. I don't know if anyone saw in the island. <laughs> another one. <laughs> Michael for big great in the Island Nepal game. Um, Michael for big great would beat them <laughs> probably. Um, guys running between the wickets. Um, he kind of chops it, goes in the air. The bowler runs over to field it and clips the um, non-striker's legs and trips him over. Picks it up, throws it to the keeper. Keeper decides not to take the bales off. And say, because he tripped you over, I'm not going to run you out, which is awesome. I think it is incredible, right? But this happened at the non uh, at the strikers end, right? And this is what really worries me about our current um, international cricketers in Australia, because Manus Labashain decided to say one half say it's the right decision and the fair thing to do, the other say man cad him, ha ha. Cricket is a funny game. Where do you sit? A, he'd be run out. It's got nothing to do with mancad. I, oh, I thought, you know, I just would have thought you get to international test cricket, number one batsman in the world, and you know the difference between run out and mancad. But anyway, I just found it interesting. Two, mm-hmm. two in one week where mancad came up. But 
Anyway, it's I just not not something you see every day. No, nah, I I just not as against it as you guys, obviously. <laughs> but. Did you um see? Oh, what's his name? Uh, Australian tennis player. John something. I can't remember his name. Milman. Anyway, Milman. So he was playing over. Uh, yes. Where was it? So was it Mexico? Or yeah. Something. Okay, yeah. One of the warm up tournaments. And he, <laughs> he served. And it was uh, out. So the other players just like tapped the ball back. And he's gone to. To catch it with his racket, it was soft, soft as you like. Yeah, it's yeah. bounced off the racket, hit him in the face, and he's gone down like a sack of spuds. Like he's been and shot away. Away. And, re- and, and retired, and retired hurt. Yeah. <laughs> what was he get? Was he getting? And fought? you looked at it. No, I think he was about to win the set. I think, but uh, right. like seriously, and, and you watch it, and it's the most innocuous thing. <laughs> It was like it was like um, it was like watching a game of uh, like Premier League soccer or something like. It was so weird, and it just, just got touched and <laughs> fell on the ground, and, and it didn't even it didn't even ping off the racket to his eye. It was <sighs> lobbed up there, and then he's like, "Oh, oh. <laughs> Steve, my neck, my god, oh. that's embarrassing." Yeah, being an Australian, <laughs> we don't do that shit. No, we shouldn't do and that. He's, shit. he's gone. He's quit. Brings up that new, Good one, brings up that new segment, uh, <laughs> Flog of the Week. <laughs> and then he's on Instagram with a bandage over his eye. Some people, huh? Yeah. That would not, not happen at the slipper. No, it wouldn't. No. Wanna... Can't imagine it. Ah, oh, plenty of time. Let's talk about the slipper. Uh, what can you say? Just uh, good round. Everybody arrogance of the dolphin to <laughs> not bring the trophy. Yeah, and I mean the day is, started. Uh, off. Yeah, just quality. Uh, Pure arrogance. Say, Pure arrogance. Tip, tip of the cap to the fella because honestly, if I was in his position, I'd be shitting my pants. <laughs> 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 and I would have, I would have had my worst round ever because I would have because been it dumb. It would have been unprecedented that someone had forgotten the slipper and then lost. Nah, it would have been absolutely no good. So uh, kudos to the man and uh, and to now they're calling themselves Team Diamond Fox. Yeah, you got a cool logo and everything. I tell you what, 
tell you what, they this are. internet's good, isn't it? They are loving they, their life. If they don't turn up with matching shirts next round, I'm well, I'm thinking a hat like Rusty's got on. He's got, yeah. got the Healy Bloodstock on at the moment, but a black one with that Diamond Fox logo would be. Uh, yeah. Go down a tree. I should just get Diamond Fox on this side and we should be sponsored. And yeah, it's oh, look yeah, at that. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, <laughs> unprecedented. It's, it's three in a row for Silver Fox. Starting to build a bit of a dynasty like the uh, like Team Grinner. So, uh, not, it, not as comprehensive as Team Grinner. It's, over a bit earlier in Team Grinner days, but still, the results can't be argued with. It took us nine hours to warm up on the weekend, and we just flogged you. Um, yeah, well, well, it I took you nine hours to warm up. The dolphin was ticking along, all right? He only had 16 on the front nine. He had 23 <laughs> on the back. It wasn't 10. <laughs> I had 11. <laughs> 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 Sorry, 11. 11. I got four of them on the last hole of the nine. <laughs> oh, Everyone's love back nine was better than their front nine, though, which is probably a turn up of the books. But yeah, well, the competition was hot. Um, nobody was laying down. There was some a very good shots. Until played. Dolphin landed the knockout punch again. <sighs> It seems to happen at the same point every hole, every round. I should go get fun out of the card. Just four points and adios. Mm. Thank your mother for the rabbits. His handicap has to come in more than a trickle. Oh, well, you keep playing like that. It can only go one way. It can only go one way. Keep doing that. Mm. Too good. <laughs> he is going to drop a flag round that was 24.2. It's not going to happen. Mm. Anyway. Oh, well, we'll just, uh, you know, to encourage him to get out there and play more. Interesting to see where he, where we, he chooses to go next. Think I know where he's looking. Yeah, yeah. so do I. We'll keep you not, on the loop. And it's not Sandringham golf links. <laughs> not happy. I actually just. I'm not. Ve- I'm not very happy about it. I'm not very happy about no. this. We've got three minutes to talk about this. I'd like to try it. I, I'm happy to try it, but I'm disappointed because I the time that I played there with you, Richo. I re- for a little public course, it's right next to Royal Melbourne. I actually really enjoyed it because it's got the easy opening front nine. Um, it's a past 70, but then the back nine is the old Royal Melbourne. Now they've taken away. There's no par fives. There's a bazillion par threes, and it's a par 65. It's a, it's a fucking pitch and putt. And I'm yeah. sure it's built that way for two reasons, A, to utilise land for other reasons, and B, to try and speed up the rounds of golf through there by making it shorter. Yeah, you do get jammed on par threes, though. That's true. Lots of people, too. So 
I don't mm. think it would speed it up that much. I, I think it's just differentiating. I, I had a look at the website after you sort of said, and I think it's like there's quite a few courses around there that you can get on, and I think it's differentiating itself a little bit. And looking through it, like you said, it's just short, but I reckon it would be a challenge, and it looks looks like it's still got the nice big greens and, and bunkers and things like that. Well, so, I'll tell you what, throw it out to the Dolphin if you wanted to. Well, let's play the next slipper at Sandy. No, no, we'll wait till I win and then uh, I'll, I'll nominate Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, well, I don't know if it's worth a slip around, but I'd like to play there. Yeah. I don't no, know no, I want to play a slipper on a past 65. Wow. And we'll play at Malden. <laughs> well, in saying that, you want to go to Hillsville and it's a past 68. Well, actually, Dolphin would go to Hillsville for some reason. Though. Yeah, I mean, Flinders is a past 69. Yeah, but I like Flinders. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. So, Ash, through the years, there are a few there are a few other photos, but we'll go with this one. Uh, now, we all know Ash loves shoving the balls off horses. So he's got a good collection of horse balls, but this is his rabbit collection. Jesus. Those were the days. Not a bad afternoon. What's going on here? Ferreton? Just the dogs, no ferrets, just the dogs. Who is that? Who's the tall guy? Uh, he's on work experience. Uh, I can't remember his name. But, um, yeah, we uh, well, must have been a Saturday afternoon or something, headed off uh, with the dogs. And um, I think the official count was um, we caught 13 pair, I think, 26 rabbits on and what did you do with them, Mum? Cook them? Yeah, scun them, chopped them up, froze them, and used them as dog food. That seems a waste. Dog didn't think so. Oh, dog would have loved it. The size of that dog there would have taken him about like three years to get through that many rabbits. That was my <laughs> old dog. That's that's Lizzie, best rabbit dog ever. She'd go down a burrow, and if she uh, came straight back out, you just moved on. There was nothing there. <laughs> That's what you want. That when she got onto it, she was. That's what the shovel was for. Have uh, had to dig happy around. Is Larry? It's a happy little man there. He looks like he's got a shiner. He does. He does. I think it's just a shadow. Yeah, buddy. A Cooper sure? hat and sun smart back then. Does look like he's got a shiner. Nicely shadow, done. Shadow well from played. the peg, is it? Must be. He just loves his horses. Like, horse jumper. Yeah. <laughs> Dressed as a cowboy. That's it. So stay off. <laughs> Loving it. That's pretty impressive, actually, mate. But that's, that's what we used to do as kids. Oh, like, I kids know. wouldn't have any idea about anything like that now. Well... Oh, you oh, can't I, dare find say, a... I dare say Richo's never been rabbiting. No. no. 
struggle to no find that many rabbits now. Yeah, there's a few about, but uh, nothing. Not like you couldn't couldn't go out in an afternoon with two dogs and a shovel. Not gonna be that lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they used to be worth a bit, rabbit. Yeah, they were in um, almost plague proportion then. I would have said that. Mm. You know, around your you know, place, they weren't. They used to go rabbiting all the time. <laughs> no, no, we're on to them. Don't worry. Um, you used to go rabbiting all the time. Yeah, great fun. See? Yeah, around my place, we had this thing called Time Zone. And uh, we used to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, where we were, we had two TV channels and they were both, both most of the time they had news on. So <laughs> Go outside. <laughs> Go outside. No, fair That's call. Right. Fair call. That's right. Well, Try and get kids to do it now. Bloody hell. Yep. I've got. I've, I'm. I'm progressing. The next step. Go and find your own damn house. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like my rules. That's right. <laughs> simple, simple solutions, but. Yes, it can't be too harsh. I don't know. It's hard. So, so when is Kale moving out? Because <laughs> the other two aren't go- the other two aren't capable of moving out. He's probably going to be the first. That's true. <laughs> that's really sad. But anyway, Callan will be at home till he'll, yeah, he he'll get he'll get to thirty. He'll probably have his own Medicare card though. <laughs> Possibly. I'd probably do away with it by then. <laughs> it's a good point. The guy who lives, what, 200 metres from his parents' house? Well, he basically lives with his parents. <laughs> Just in a no, different that, building. No, that's not, that, not quite right. Oh. I, I can't see my parents from my window. All I'm saying. Yeah, well... It's okay. <laughs> you also have never gone out and caught rabbits. Through that? Well, I have. Huh? I have, and I can't see my parents' house out my window either. <laughs> no, well, you do live in completely different towns. Yep, that's right. By choice. Yep. Correct. Anyway, awesome job, Ashford. Very well done. I can't even I, pick on I'm you about just, that because I'm impressed. I want to see common. the jacket, the rabbit jacket. The rabbit Surely jacket. that's what we do. That's a, that was a lot of skin there. Yeah, that was yeah. a beautiful rabbit fur coat. Yeah. <laughs> but do you know what the worst part was? That we had to then go and uh, skin all of those. It's not bad. That's How long does it take to skin a rabbit? Oh, not long. Depends not if long you want to keep the skin or not. Yeah, if you want to rip yeah, it off, if you want to make a jacket, no, no. If you want to make a jacket, yeah, take it a little while. Yeah, gotta be careful. If you don't, you just rip it in half and tear it off. Yeah, yeah, takes no time at all. That's <laughs> the fluffy white tail that gets you. Mm. Tends to get in the way. You just yank them off. 
Where's Dolphin in this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> he curled up in the fetal position, dry reaching. You get some brass brass testes wrapped in rabbit fur. Be just up yeah, his alley. A couple of rabbit cotton tails on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All those fun uh, things we used to do when we were kids. There we go. Exactly right. Now you just like can't be bothered. Different world. Yeah, it's not as easy as when we were kids because the rabbits were plentiful. So it was easy to go rabbiting. Yeah, but there's a crap load more kangaroos now than there used to be. Yeah, well, problem but is that it's not as easy to shoot protected. them. Yeah. Mm. Yep, if they weren't protected, it might be a different story. That's why you just take horses, gonads. Talk about hard to skin. More plentiful. They're not much fun to skin. skin? Kangaroo. Mm. What do you skin them for? Make footy. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Actually, got like five homemade (laughs) sheriffs. Still got the fur on it. There's no air in him. He's just wrapped a horse gonad in uh, in kangaroo skin. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? You could oh, probably do God. that. Put it on eBay. Uh, the first kangaroo brand, Sharon. Ricky Nick's in it. Forge <laughs> uh, some uh, some premiership signatures. Yeah. Send that out to someone in the box. Okay, there you go. There's your premiership footy. <laughs> keep, keep it in the fridge. Or it might Ricky smell. nicks in it. Oh, that's gold. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's a good segue. Straight into footy. Footy. Straight into footy. <clears throat> Demons played a practice match yet? Uh, tomorrow, eleven AM, I think it is. At Casey versus North Melbourne, as I understand it. So I don't think I even know who Richmond play. I oh, did get sent. Uh, I got to send a thing to. Is that the Amy series? No, you play one game. Or they were just this, yeah, they, had a, like they had a scratch match between themselves. Um, I just sort of think that Carlton playing St Kilda tomorrow. No, Carlton play yeah, Melbourne so next practice matches. Week. Yeah, and then so these are all just practice matches, which mm. are almost unsanctioned. And then there's the you play one official practice match. Yeah, but don't you love it how these unofficial, unsanctioned practice matches? $15.90 a ticket to go to a practice mm. match. Like, piss off. Like, maybe yeah, five. I, I would have thought that'd be free. Yeah, I, I would too. But, you know, five bucks, whatever, token. Put it to something. Give it to charity or something. But $15.90, it's not a lot, but it's a practice match. For fuck's sake. They're not taking it serious. No. <laughs> Why am I praying? Usually the team changes at half time. <laughs> well, well, that's it. They put the sides out and there's an AFL and a VFL practice match and half the players are named in both teams. Mm. And they, honestly, at half time, they, they just switch them all around. 
Yeah. It's not real. I just I just can't come at that. I've got mm. no problem paying for things, but oh that's just not right. Anyway. I'm really looking forward to next week. And even that'll only be half a match, but at least it's the D's and Good. We get to see some good. Where is that? Uh, that's a good question. Princess? No, I don't think so. They've got half the stand ripped down. Tigers are playing in Devonport. Oh, yeah, it's Wikipedia, isn't it? Marvel. Oh, really? Carlton, Melbourne, at Marvel. Yep. Is it still called Marvel? They changed its name again? No, still Marvel. Not called oh. Diamond Fox Arena? <laughs> Diamond Not yet. Fox Won't be long. Arena. How good would that be? Dolphin Stadium. <laughs> um, so Thursday's at Marvel. Friday's at Marvel. It says to be confirmed that Hawthorne-Richmond game. Yeah. Is it just because of COVID? Not sure. Uh, no, I know. Mr. Joe, I've got it's at Devonport. They're raising um, raising money for that Melbourne for the primary school. Oh, yeah, that's good. Right. Um, okay. In Marvel, <laughs> Adelaide and Port Adelaide playing at Richmond Oval, South Australia. <laughs> I can see a bunch of Richmond flogs showing up. Absolutely. Devonport able to host Tigers Tributes Hawk. No, that is good. I like that. Yeah. Hillcrest Primary School. Yeah. They're raising money for. Crazy that was. Yes. It certainly was. Just before Christmas, wasn't it? Hmm. Yes. Yeah, but no, it's ramping up. Footy's back. Footy's Put uh, back. Well, uh, AFLW is nearly done and dusted. Yeah. Essendon filled their, um, well, I think it was announced, their um, list spots. They signed Tex Wanganane. It's been interesting seeing the Wanganane run around. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's got a bit of skill, but the only footage I've seen of him is from a scratch match. And I don't know. Essendon folks get excited about simple things. Yeah. But that's the beauty of these games. You see all these kids, you don't know who they are, (coughs) what they're capable of. Well, there's always the, the. Little gold one where someone who is a rookie does has a couple of good practice matches and finds themselves in round one. That's what I like. And then yeah. finds themselves in the VFL in round two. Well, that's well, not because rich, of this. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of them look. Um, some of the kids look look good in practice matches, but when it gets serious, they. Uh, not quite up to speed. 
And that's it. Yep. The speed, the pace, it's uh, different ball game. You got no time to think, boy. Yeah, he's, he wrote about, the thing about speed and pace, like, I don't know how much AFLW you've watched, but the tiny little bit I have watched, I thought, oh, geez, the skill set, skills are getting better and that. But I made a really good point that one of them is going to get really badly hurt really soon because they just run flat out into anything and have no awareness of where they are or where everyone else is. It's, um, it was a good point. Yeah. Um, I hope it doesn't happen, but at the same no, time... No, but it's about they should the, be teaching them. Yeah, they should. But it's the only thing that gives the game credibility and gave it credibility is how hard they hit each other. Because if they, at the start, whenever it was, however many years ago it was that they started, if they were running around avoiding contact and playing the way they were, you would have turned it off as fast as you could because it was rubbish. But then you heard how hard they hit each other and you went, these girls really mean it. They're having a real crack. And I thought, and, and, and still, you're right, they have to be smarter, but but that's uh, they gotta they gotta give them a fair go, all right? Make yeah. it real. Yeah. Skills have got better, and you can actually. And I think they're realizing that if they play quicker, they move the ball quicker, they get rewards. So this the skills are getting better. And I, mm. I go and watch. I go to kids training with my fifteen-year-old, and girls outnumber boys two, three to one. Yeah, junior footy at the moment. It is unbelievable. And mm. it can only get better with that kind of numbers. It's really good. It's good. You'd, for think, you'd think that the guys who are coaching these AFLW sides, you know, most of which are ex-AFL players, would be coaching them, trying to coach. I don't know. Can you coach awareness? Is, is that a skill you can coach? Because they like running into brick walls and not seeing them is not a recipe for something good to happen. There's plenty of blokes that have done that too, mate. But but those blokes at AFL level are still aware of their surroundings. They do it because they're hard, but they're still. Know. I mean, you, you, like use a Carlton great in Greg Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you like, can go through it. You go the other but way. He knew where the ball was, and he knew where the ball was going. Yeah, uh, no, I. But you go the other way, and you get just Justin Kaczynski, who continuously hurt himself oh, because yeah. he had no awareness of what was going on around him, and he could have been a phenomenal footballer, but he kept hurting himself because he just didn't know. Like he literally ran himself into trouble. He constantly. had no idea. Yeah. Mm. I love he watching him play, was... but oh. As yeah. opposed to uh, Nick Rewalt, who did have an idea, but he threw himself into those situations willingly, right? But yeah. he, he was aware. He was a good footballer. He knew what was going on, but mm. just was willing to put his body on the line. Where it's... <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's – but that's the thing. I actually think you find that the guys that don't have that awareness, they get weeded out pretty quick in the AFL because it doesn't matter how good your skills are if you're – Getting well, we smashed all the time. <laughs> well, you find at the level it is now that they just don't get the ball. Mm. 
So if you're not getting the ball, you're not getting the game. So, you know, or at least when you get the ball, doing something with it. Yeah. So. But did you get slowed down by getting smashed? You, you, it's not a it's not a recipe for good football. No, it takes energy. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Anyway. That's... But no, I, I was, you like as much as I'd like to see higher scoring, and the game today was pretty reasonable scoring. And there's been some better scores. There've been a lot of lopsided games in the AFLW this year, but. But I think that's an evolution of teams figuring out how to score. And it and it's only good. I don't like lopsided games, but I like the fact that they're scoring. And do you think it's too because it's still so um, it's still so new that team lists, new teams, all this sort of stuff, it hasn't evolved and, and created its um well, it hasn't created database yet. It's, it, it, certain teams are doing it well now, and and they stand head and shoulders above the rest. Yep. But some of the newer teams that are taking time to build build their platform um, and get better, like the Tigers are getting better. Like they've won a couple of games this year. Like they were putrid last year. Um, you know, I think that's going to take time to evolve. Till that entire list starts to be more competitive. Oh, they, they seriously, they're just going to give them a real crack at it. But you can't throw it together for three months in the summer and say, we wow. expect you to get better every year. You got to say, right, we're committed to this. They should be playing, they should be the undercard at every AFL game. Yeah, I'd like, agree with you that. You should play a full I... season. And if you played full seasons, within three years, you'd have a phenomenal game. Yeah. You cobble them together to the month before Christmas and then go and play eight games. But like, is the other thing they're, they're too never be any good. that those players aren't paid like the AFL men's competition? They're not there to be a professional athlete. They have to go to day jobs. I, I, can't, come at this, I can't come at this argument. This, this bugs me, this argument, because... The game of AFL was built over a century and for the majority of that century by amateur players mm. who had day jobs and mm. went and played footy until it was... No, no that, that's exactly it. Good like, enough. These girls play in the, in the WVFL. Right? So, so they're playing every week anyway. Yeah. So why not just move but, it and say, actually... You're, but is the, problem, the, is, the, is the problem perception of Joe Public Saying, well, how come they're not better? They're they're AFL, but the women's league. They should be better. They're supposed to be the best, but they don't. They wouldn't get anywhere near the time and effort that's put in to the AFL men's side. So you can only evolve so much. And yes, they'll go back to their VFL sides or or whatever. But unless the AFL takes it seriously and makes it, you know, like say, Richard. You make it, make it, the, pro, the, make it professional, the pre-game. Right? All they have to do is extend the season and hold the season properly. Yeah. Right? That's right. So you, you might have a player or two on every team that is professional, but it's like the netball. It's like, it's like the, the, the women's soccer. Like it, it doesn't have to be their only income, hmm. but 
you have to give them a real crack at it. And and honestly, yeah. I, I reckon they'd say that as well. Is you know, like we, we could still have jobs and train once a week or twice a week to play a game. Yeah. Right. But give us a proper crack at this. Like a couple of years ago when you played each other once and then it was the final. Well, what the fuck? It's not yeah, a, yeah. like do it properly. No, but I also give think time they, to learn each other. We discussed this with the men's game where they've they've ramped up the expansion of the comp too fast. Yeah. And diluted the quality. There wasn't, there isn't, there wasn't enough quality Too quick. to begin yeah. with. Whereas if you push it up into a smaller funnel and get the the cream, they're going to bring the others with them. Whereas if you if you flatten it out, it just doesn't work for me. But but I love the concept, and I hope yeah. it keeps going because, like I said, like I watch these kids drop off out of these my kids' footy teams, and for every one boy that disappears from footy, there seems to be four girls appearing. And just through those numbers, the quality is going to get better in hmm. five or six years. It's it's going to be yeah. very good to watch. But yeah. like I said, I think- give them a crack and persist with it and keep the keep the development going and whatever. Yep. Hmm. Be good. There we go. We've solved it. There you go, Gil. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, footy. Bring on the AFLW finals. Bring on the Premiership men's season. Let's get back stuck and back into it. Let's get a proper season where we can pr- go to the footy like we used to, and no Pack- more of this. Yeah, rubbish. Pack the trains. That's right. I'd be quite happy if they didn't pack the trains. Your nose <laughs> in someone else's armpit. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. Um, mm. yeah. That smells like footy. Yeah. Mm. You must be a Hawthorne supporter. <laughs> uh, you'd be getting on the other track. You'd be going the opposite way to Hawthorne supporters, wouldn't you? I uh, know you do get a few, depending on which train you get on. Um, uh, no, it'll be good. Good. Look forward to uh, getting down to some games. It should be good. Any tips for the weekend? Oh, the lashes of cashes. Yeah, you better find Give us a lash. lash. Give us a lash. Uh, I've got a, I got a two, I got a two leg multi for Friday nights. Love it. And. I believe that the Friedman brothers are going to have a big night and remain undefeated with Midwest in race four. And it's not that race. Snapped in race seven. You're going to get... $2.15 $2.15 into $2.80. And if you have one house on it, you'll have two houses Saturday. What? Are you, are you multi on, What return am I getting? Multi. Well, that, that'd be four houses, wouldn't it? At least five houses. So how much is it returned? No, no we're, but we're upgrading. We're putting the little house on it to buy a big house. Oh, 
okay. okay. That makes sense. Then. Right. Forgot about Ash Max. <laughs> it's almost, it's almost as good as Dolphin Max. Oh. He uh, gets to the end of the hole and goes, "That was a five." <laughs> and then Ash shoots. Really? Oh, sorry. No, seven. Seven. Sorry. <laughs> hey, do you know what? Ultimate sportsman. Because, you know, the biggest thing in sport is being able to compartmentalise and be able to take the bad shot or the bad play, put it away, forget about it, keep going. And that's what the dolphin can do. So much so that if he gets it, it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Better settle down and have a go at my, um, my teammate there. I actually I the truth. It did happen. It did happen. I've got one at yeah. Canterbury. Ooh. It was it was the best for? thing beaten you've ever seen last time it ran. And oh shit. Actually I don't know if I can tip it. It's drawn barrier fourteen. Um it's got it's got the services of one William Pike, but I can't tip it from barrier fourteen. Sorry, ignore me. Might, cat, might catch the Rona. <laughs> uh, no comment. Um, um, quickly, boys, we have uh, the Group One Blue Diamond on on Saturday. Oh yeah, and. Uh, we need to throw out our tips for this. And do we? Yeah, we do. It's race seven at Caulfield, Richo. You better so find out who's running, Richo. So um, I was with it last start and was horribly disappointed, but I'm doubling down Jack on Jack and O. Oh, Jack, the favourite. Just... Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, look, surprise, surprise. You know, the Ashford Group like 1 strategy. I'm just going to the favourites. It's about tipping winners. Uh, uh, you blokes haven't quite realised that, especially uh, Team, you know, Diamond Fox. Uh, not we are winners. Them. What are you talking about? Yeah, they don't tip winners. They just win. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Richo, our time will come. Hang on, didn't it's you have cool. a place with Waltz on by last week? Certainly did. Yeah, I'm tipping the winner. Oh, okay. Because Waltz on by couldn't win the diamond on that run. I didn't see it. I believe you. Good, it's good effort, but yeah, no, it's not. It's not going to win the diamond on that run. I'm going to go for lofty strike. That, that'd, be, that'd be a great story, wouldn't it? And, and to be fair, should Lofty Strike, with this came up today when I was listening to the radio, if it was trained by Price Kent, would it be the standout $2.50 favourite at the moment? Because it has done nothing wrong. It's been ultra impressive. It's hard to tell because on that beat in the preview preview is 20 to 1. It's 7 to 1. 
obviously they think that the form line that Jack and O came through is better. It's the same race. I don't understand. No, don't know. I, I, I agree. I, I think it's bullshit. I think the price is bullshit. It, it's the it's the one that should be favourite. Um, based on uh, form, and it, it's interesting. He's got a great story too. He's um he's come out from India. Um, yeah. Passion for horse racing. Found his way to Melbourne. Got a trainer's license and. He's uh, at the moment living the dream. Um, yeah, obviously got some good support. That I mean, he did buy this yearling two hundred eighty thousand. They paid for him, um, which is looking pretty good at the moment. Because if he wins uh, on Saturday, he's probably worth twenty eight million. So, who was he apprenticed to? Oh, not apprentice. Um, foreman for. Um, I don't remember. I can't remember either. Mm. But yeah, yeah, good grounding, but no. yeah, but it's a good story. He's go you know, he come from come from nowhere, and I, he, I think he feeling he started his passion started by racing ponies in India or something. Oh, well, yeah, some of like that anyway. So yeah, anyway, good luck. That's that's the dream. I, I'd love to see. One of the smaller guys win it, though. So, yeah, it'd be great. And he's about it, isn't it? Isn't he? Pretty much, but yeah, Gallagotus maybe. Yeah, but they've they've had their runners in it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'd be the one. But yeah, he is the one. I'd like to see him win it. But um, I'm on Dormier. Dormier. There you go. There's a trifecta for you. Sounds like the podcast try. I better write Lofty this down strike somewhere. into. How do I Dormier. say? Jack. Jack. We not. Jack and O. Jackie not. And. <laughs> Jackie doesn't put his cards in. Um, what? Down here. <laughs> uh, you can't play that with me. Coming from the bloke who submits less cards than I do. <laughs> I think I'm the only one playing off the right handicap. If only I got to play as much golf as Ashford. Uh, if I only got to play as much golf as I wanted to do. What is it? Diamond Fox Multi. Try Trifecta. I don't know how it becomes the diamond fox trifecta. I mean, it's, you know, it's two-thirds. When you're winning, you can do whatever you like. We'll call yeah. it the, do whatever you like. The pod, you guys got flogged by the diamond fox trifecta. Is that what I want to call it? <laughs> yep. Go for it. Uh, yes. Is there anything else on? What other group races are on? No, you might need to hurry up. I don't know. Uh, Oakley Plate. Oh, um, yeah. And the Futurity. Big day of racing at Caulfield. Three group ones. Um, and and partridge in a pear for, for Brian and Judy, the uh, group three mannerism stacks. Yeah. Awesome. I haven't even had a look at the field yet. But... 
It's great days racing, that's for sure. All group enlisted, awesome days racing. And uh, be there or be square, I'd say. Chipping Norton at uh, Randwick and the surround. On Holy a bog shit. track. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no one cares. It'll be called off Friday night. 135 mil. race. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, well, word, to the wise, word to the wise for the uh, multi-tipsters, nothing in Sydney. Stay away. Unless it's mutter was a mutter. Exactly. Unless easy form <laughs> tells me. Easy form goes really good on soft tracks, Richard. Easy form is the best thing for soft tracks. Yeah. We could find... We could find a, a diamond fox in the rough. We could find a hole and then ginger plant would cut it in. By a long head to either vintage quarter and Remus is coming back. Coming back really well on the inside. They hit it the bobber. Maybe Loremus just from under the eyeball. 